black and white. We are precious in his sight. Jesus loved the little children of the world. Welcome to Is There Wi-Fi. Thank you for connecting with us. I'm Lyndon James. I'm Katrina. <laughs> and I'm Carrie D. <laughs> I hate you so much. You are an idiot. <laughs> I would get why I did that. Okay. Um, well, welcome to the podcast where you can connect with us as we connect with today's topics. Music and other bullshit, and why we have bullshit for you today. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Real, but before we get into all of that, how was you guys this week? It was pretty good. Uh, a lot of drinking, a lot of hookah, a lot of uh, bad decisions, uh, which is drinking. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yes. basically that was my weekend. Yeah, yeah we, I, you guys had a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> I was not in the mix, and that's okay. <laughs> oh, I finally got an invite to hang out with our friend Ray and and Hi, Lyndon. Ray. Hey Ray. Hey Ray. Love you. It was my first time trying hookah. I Ooh. feel like a rebel on the edge. <laughs> okay. Oh, gosh. Um, but no, it was so dope. Um, I won't do it again. But you know, it was absolutely <laughs> a great experience. To have. Someone told me they had like a not a menthol, but would it would it be eucalyptus? Ooh. Yeah, I, well, I was like, you know, you know, those um, would would it be wild flavors? <laughs> those exotic right. flavors. I just went and no thanks. Right, we had a we had a little strawberry. Yes, nice little fruity. No, thank you. And it was delicious. Yeah, which I don't know if I feel comfortable saying it was delicious over smoke, but I mean, it was like it did have like a little flavor to it. Look. When I think bit. of hookah, I think of um, the laughing gas at the dentist's office no. a little bit. Which, it's bro. I don't smoke at all, just yeah. FYI. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and I've never tried hookah before. But in my head, yeah. the feeling of like the smoke, like, cause no, when yeah, you're inhaling with <laughs> the laughing gas, I'm like, I would think that's what it would be like. Yeah. True. It wasn't to that effect because tr- that would be something I would continue to do. But, Not the high but, but, per se, yeah. but the. It just makes you feel like you're in a music video and everything's moving <laughs> in slow motion and you cool. <laughs> Basically. Um, and the particular place we went to, it was called what, Cloud Nine? I believe so. It, uh, they had a really good. I guess DJ because the music was. Is it weird that yeah, the name of the place just kind of clicked to me? Cloud Nine. <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, they had like African Uh-oh. music, they had Spanish music, they had like some trap music in there. Okay. So it was all. And everything nice. that you need. Okay, yeah. and a good rotation. Just, okay, yeah. coaching and trap. <laughs> I, was trying, I was trying to be like, let me not twerk. <laughs> but it's my style. Okay. <laughs> Done. Oh my gosh. Well, now that we got to this part, we yep. can go ahead and move on into this bullshit of the week. Uh-huh. So, as y'all know, the last couple of weeks have been stupid for our country. Okay. I mean, we've been dealing with Charlottesville. Yes. Uh, and the people who feel emboldened to just be their hateful ass self. Yes. In this country, which I mean... Let's be real. It's been that way. They've been hateful for quite some time. Okay. Yeah. I would love to say it was just this these couple of weeks. <laughs> right. Just over four hundred years. You know. Bullshit. You know. Let's not give a couple of. You know. Centuries. Let's not. Let's not just hold on to the past like they want us to just let the shit go. No. <laughs> right. But uh, anyway. <laughs> but th- like seeing this happen up like how it is like 
certain things for me, and just so y'all know, listeners, mm-hmm. we're talking about this shit this week. Yeah, um, it, it needs to be talked about. Right. So for me, like just being able to see this, mm-hmm. like my gra- like my grandparents would try to comfort me, like you know, don't worry. Right. These old people gonna die soon. Right. It's gonna get better. It's gonna get better. And you look and see, like no. These are young white yes. men mm-hmm. out there being as hateful as they want to be. Yeah. And it's like, oh, no. See, I know that was going to happen. Because if you yeah. teach me good values, they got to be teaching them bad okay, values. Okay. Right. It's just, yeah, yeah. pass down the hate. Yeah, because hate is, is a learned behavior. Yeah. It is definitely learned. You don't come into this world with no prejudice or hate yeah. in your heart. That is a learned thing. Yeah. And so... It was, I don't want to say it was naive of us to think that it would die out with the old generation right. because that shit is alive and it is flaming. Mm-hmm. And you see it in Charlottesville. Mm-hmm. And then motherfuckers getting ran over by cars. It's a- and it's just like, the I don't know. It, of hate it, is ridiculous. Yeah. And people get injured and hurt. And it's just one of those things where I know for me, I thought. I just thought that we would get better, you know, after you, we were programmed to believe that Martin Luther King had this whole dream of us all uniting as people. They're like, oh no, things are going to change and things are going going to get better. But now we're just back low key, pushing back the, the hands of time to where things are so fucked up for basically people of color. So um, I think for me, it's just, it's like, so did it really go anywhere? And it's like, it didn't. It just kind of like took a moment to just chill down for a little bit. Just so it can just show up again in a really yeah. crazy way, especially yeah. with that person that's in office. We're not gonna talk about it. Yeah, oh. the the oompa loompa. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate like if y'all ever wanted to know why I don't go by Donald. <laughs> look towards your forty fifth. Okay. <laughs> like example number one. <laughs> like why? Like I don't even want to be mentioned in the same category with that person. Like how can and then. How do we get him there? How did that become a thing? Like we know exactly how no. the white women and then white men that went out and voted for his ass. Okay, because he and then the subsequent subsequent groups yeah. that threw their little votes in. He fed their hate, and they want to call it. Oh, he's being real. He's being honest. He's being authentic. No, right. he's being a hateful son of a bitch. Yeah, but and, and but that but everything that. Trump was saying, I almost called him something else. (laughs) (laughs) Everything that Trump was saying aligned with what they said, Mm -hmm. and they just, you know, so when they said he kept it real, he told it like it is, it's because they told it like it is from their point point of view. view. Yeah. And so now that you have him in office, like, like giving the green light to these motherfuckers that are out here doing these alt right rallies and bullshit like that. It's just it just emboldens more and more people to like be more vocal with their hate. Right. So it wasn't a thing that never ever went away. People kind of it was like an undercurrent. Yeah. That everyone kind of knew was there but no one wanted the uh the social implications that came with being like an Exactly. But now, you know, with President Trump and everything else like this, it's just, it makes them want to gather their 
their tiki torches. Yeah. And, oh lord! And, <laughs> and they're not even wearing hoods now. They're like, okay. let me okay. just come out and show you who my white ass is. Okay, hello everybody, it's me. I'm a racist. Like what? And then get mad when you get doxxed on the fucking internet. What the fuck did you expect? And you lose your job. Like, you freedom of speech is not a freedom of consequence. Right. We all know that. Like, you are a. You're. You're allowed to <laughs> align yourself with how you see fit yeah. and the places of employment and your social groups allowed to do the same thing. So, goodbye, motherfucker. I don't give a fuck if you lose your job or not. Okay. I want you to lose it all. Because <laughs> if you're out here, some of them pictures, they look like utterly possessed by yeah. their hate. Yeah. yeah, And it's like, if you're out here with that much venom, it's just like you don't need to be out here at all. You can lose it all. Okay. And I won't better eye. And what kills me and we'll get into more details like as the show progresses. But we just got through watching um mm-hmm. a dinner with a uh, a nationalist, like the full episode on Viceland. And like listening to that guy, which if you listen to the last episode, I brought it up in what I was connected to. But when you listen to this guy talk mm-hmm. about his version of history. Yes. It's like, so, yes. wait, do you, are you yes. having the same history that we're having? Because it kind of seems like yeah. you're not yeah. on the same, like, living. Well, like, well, people, say, people look, yeah, like, people will see things from their point of view and they won't see it any other way. Right. And they don't take them time to step back and realize that we are all humans and we are, and we, he you know. had me all the way fucked up. Like, all the way. All the way fucked up. Turned, like, being who you are at this mm-hmm. moment had me all the way fucked up. But what tilted it over yeah. the edge is when he said that when white people built this nation. I said, I'm sorry, who? Yeah, yeah. wait, excuse me. I'm sorry, wait, yeah. And the dude called him out. Yeah, like, he was like, who met? built this nation again? <laughs> no, black people. people. Native Americans. <laughs> the Chinese immigrants who built the railroad. Like, where you were. <laughs> like, where, where were you at? Like, where and, you been? And then, he, you, I, I'm glad he cut him off. You could, I heard him about to say, do you think that they could have done it if we didn't give them the intelligence? Like, whoa! Yeah. Like, whoa. Oh, yeah. Like, like, you really have this thought in your pop. head that you, okay? All civil, uh, like civility they, out of me. Like, they gave, like, it was just some grand opportunity mm. to come over here against <laughs> your will. Stack, stack <laughs> on okay. top of each other on boats. Like, like oh my God. this was not a cruise to the America. Okay, this was not a. Okay, <laughs> I didn't get on Groupon to find a lovely deal on a cruise to come here to America to be fucked over. No, like, no. Like, and it, and listen, it, honey, it said we can pick cotton as long as much as we want for the free. <laughs> we can eat scraps. <laughs> like what? Get whipped whenever we want to. Look, domination. Like no. Oh. Like oh, I didn't even tell y'all. Which we'll get into this in a little bit. I just had yeah. to get this off my chest. I, so I'm. I've been like watching clips of like different shit and then there was two particular clips and y'all probably seen this floating around on Facebook oh. somewhere. There was there two particular black people, one is a man, one is a woman, who who support the Confederate flag. Or oh, they, I don't know nothing about it. Well, I'm not gonna look it back up. <laughs> but, like, they were given, like, one was, the guy was in the Navy or whatever so he, he feels that, it, you know, it it represents the army that, you know, like, or some, represents some sort of the military uh-huh. and he feel like we're being pussies by like being upset about it and woo, 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 you know like okay. this and the third like young people are, are and he said he was black correct yes okay he's an right. African American man sure. okay. yeah and and but like he he like he was turned up on a level like yeah. it was like wait you don't know what this that that 
flag stands yeah. for, like, or what it stands for for Black people or exactly. for people who who have to who have to see this on a regular basis. Uh-huh. Like, this is not the first time I've heard of us trying to pull down these uh, Confederate statues and yeah. pulling down the, the flag themselves. It's mm-hmm. like this is not a new issue because we're new millennials. It's new because it's it, to you because it's viral. Right. Like we can make we can everybody can see this. Phone yeah. shit now. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like. Like, no, this has a history that needs yeah. to go or so, get moved. Yeah, and versus being in your woodshed, bitch, now it's on your front porch. Like, <laughs> so it's like oh. you thought you hit it for a little bit because you thought things were changing. Like, right. it's that pretend of things changing until you got the nerve and the courage and the backbone to bring that hateful right. shit out and again. And it's like, like, how can you see that flag as anything uniting yeah. anybody when right. it was literally a war? Yeah. Right. Because, like, literally a war. And I feel like no matter what, like, color you are, you should really see that this is hateful. <laughs> like, yeah. you should. But, which is why, and I hate to compare, like, compare tragedies and struggles, mm-hmm. but it's the same thing, like, uh, when the Nazis started to use the swastika. Right. Like, the swastika was once, uh, a, a form of the swastika was once a, once a religious symbol for the Indian culture, I believe. Um, and then once, you know, the Nazis just took over that symbolism, right. like, now you can only see the hate that it stands for. Right. right. So whatever previous meaning it held, like, no... No one sees yes, that anymore. And then yeah. you tie it to a Confederate flag mm-hmm. yeah. and think that we're supposed to see anything other than right. hate on both so of them. For, for and it's kind of different because with the Confederate flag, the Confederacy was always for slavery. Right. Mm-hmm. For the for the the enslavement of people. And so that is Southern pride at that time. That is what right. that flag was born from. So to have pride in that flag is to have pride for what that flag stood for when it was found, like when it was made. And people like oh, people I've I've heard make make arguments for it, like no, it, the war was more about like um, the South getting to keep their independence for like certain um, goods and services. It's They're like, good for was, people. Yeah, <laughs> I was like connect the dots, people. people. My God, yeah, like, like how, how can you be so stupid? <laughs> right, and I'm like, wait. You the don't goods really. Were people. The people were the property. And like, baby. and they say it like it's just some like, yes. See, you thought it was about mm-hmm. slavery. Like, yes, bitch. If you connect the dots, okay. it's right back to it. Thank you. Oh my gosh! But so we get we get into this introduction because we want to go over racism in yeah. our eyes. Yeah. So I know for me this is super close to home because like it is tough because I know I can only speak for me. I identify as a black African American male. Um, and so like, it's really a thing where I don't know if I should walk out of my house and be like scared as fuck, (laughs) you know, or if I should just continue to live my life and just do me or, you know, I would see what I can do to change the world. (laughs) But it's like, I, you don't, you never really know you're in a situation where like, how can I, also go to work and I look at white folks saying, like, are you trying, (laughs) what is is your real agenda? it was so hard after (laughs) election. There was, there's a particular, there's like two particular people at work that we know yeah, for, sure for sure voted for mm-hmm. for Donald Trump. Yeah. And I just say this whole name. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, somebody in my job too actually but, came up to me and was bold about it. Oh. Yeah. All I, saying, I know. I don't know if I could. I don't, me either. Yeah. I just know when I got to work and I was like, he had this smile on his face and I was like, I just want to yeah. take it off now. Because yeah. <laughs> once Donald Trump won the presidency, 
the next day everyone came to work it was such you could feel the you could feel it yeah like everyone it was just a sadness in the room and then you just have these two jovial motherfuckers right and it's just like we know why you're happy and you're an asshole right (laughs) and and then like and then people will try to make this this not to be about like be about race like mm-hmm. oh what not but then like not a day after he got elected you see these viral videos of white kids in school tormenting other people talking about go right. back to Africa right. go back yeah. to you know and it's like you don't see how these things connect to each other yeah. these are not just one off situations like yeah. no these they things are directly linked <laughs> and it's no matter how you try to like force them apart no it's linked they always have been and always will be right. And I know for me, um, I am mixed with black, African American, and Caucasian, white. <laughs> and I find myself at times like, cause like, I want to be proud of both being black and white. Mm-hmm. I've only ever been able to be proud of being black. <laughs> like, and, it's, and it sounds weird to say that, cause I'm like, what have white people done other than colonize stuff and take stuff right. from other people? But we, but we, but those same people will complain that black people don't do enough or. Missing people should go back to where they came from. Like, wait, right. but like, what have you done and where have you came from? What is your history? Like, it, it makes it for me, it's a conflict every time. Yeah. Like, it's like an, uh, and just for context, uh, I am mixed, um, with even more than Donald. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, just I just have to say it like this my mother is mixed with black and white, and my father is Mexican, and so it really is, it really is a oil and water mix and not just um from a culture stand well yes from a culture standpoint and like not all white people are bad yeah of course but all white people benefit from systemic racism right and so it's like how how to meld that with since i am a product of all of that mm-hmm. how that hasn't that has never said well to me, to be quite honest. Um, and it's like, how do I going forward, you know, honor all sides right. of myself? Yeah. Right. Because in the end, I, I am going to do that. But how to do that without, you know, dampering in any right. one part of myself. Right. And y'all know me and my hippie ass. I'm always like, can we all just get along with right. hands and just be and human? We, and we can, <laughs> but... We can't have <laughs> black. But, and, 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 and even saying that, life, even being mixed with black, white, and Mexican, I'm still a white passing woman. Yeah. So, in, in some lights, I'm racially ambiguous, but for the most part... People see me and they can see a white woman. So, and with that comes privilege. Yeah. And with that, it, and the onus for me is to acknowledge where my privilege exists and, and how I benefit right. from being a white passing right. woman right. of color. Yeah. And what can I do to be more vocal yeah. about what's going on? Yeah. Same, and on. That, and I think the same that. goes for me because not only. Am I a, a, a white? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I too have a white woman. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Where I am also like a white passing, you know, mixed guy. I'm also a guy. <laughs> like yeah. there are certain there are certain privileges that I get just off the fact that I am a guy, mm-hmm. and I've seen it. Like for me, and it, I like 
um, being gay is one thing, mm-hmm. and not to, not to diminish the struggles of being gay, but like I've seen the effect of me yeah. in certain situations in comparison to somebody like my ex when like his skin mm-hmm. is dark, yeah. mm-hmm. and seeing the, us in the same scenario getting treated differently, like yeah. in compare, you know, like up front, like with my own eyes. Yeah. And it's crazy, like even though I am basically all pretty much black <laughs> i am of a lighter skin tone so therefore it's kind of crazy sometimes dealing with certain people because i don't pose as a threat mm-hmm. and which is like i know it's kind of crazy to say that but i don't pose as a threat because it is really kind of crazy when somebody will tell me you're not like the others like what do you yeah. mean by that yeah. <laughs> like uh probably because yeah i yeah. just don't understand I, i'll be wanting to say this yeah. you neither are you <laughs> <laughs> I've only ever had one instance where someone was talking to me in a way that they thought that I would like agree with them. Mm-hmm. Like no, <laughs> like I, I'm sorry, honey, you're barking up the wrong yeah, tree. Yeah, like is that a compliment? Like, like no, it's kind of one of those. Um, what the fuck did she say? It was something to do with skin color. And they were talking about another coworker. This was back when I worked at a hospital. Um, fuck, I, I'm just leaving it alone because I can't remember the story. Okay, because <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna go there. I was like, well, have it, well, James, have you experienced racism in the workplace? Oh yes, uh, I the same person that voted for Trump. Oh right? gosh, oh gosh, literally messaged me. Oh no, he did. Oh, he said, Boy, come here. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. What? He said, boy. Come here. And when I tell you, I it took everything within me to not Snatch like, him. get up, yeah. walk over to his desk, politely tap him on the shoulder, and then beat his ass. But no, that because that's, that's... Yeah. My palms are sweating. Okay. I know. And the thing is, with me, oh. like I was frustrated, and it takes a minute for me to get like upset, but and it, and it takes a minute for me to get pissed. But it was like, I was like, you don't call me. I had to correct that. Like, I'll talk about something. Number one, you don't call me, boy. That's really disrespectful. Um, and because this will go to HR if you don't. Yeah. <laughs> Nip that in the bud real quick. Yeah. Like, you don't do that because you know that that is completely disrespectful. Yeah, like, first of all, first of all, you in no position. Not of the babies. You name a daddy. And not, it's not even okay for boss to do it. But I'm just saying, you ain't. In a position to call me boy. In, yeah, at all. Exactly. That is in no way, shape, or form. Oh, speak to me like that. Boy, come here. My skin is what? burning. <laughs> so, yeah. And you just, you really don't know how to really handle that. Or you see certain people operate within the, um, in the office differently because in my office, it's a lot of black people, really. Yeah. And so the certain people that are, the little white people that are sprinkled into the crowd have either higher positions within the you know company. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but they are low-key a little cliquish yeah. at times with the people who are in higher positions. So yeah. it's just, yeah. it's real interesting to see that and kind of like just keep your mouth shut and be like, hmm. Right. And then yeah. when they kind of like favor somebody else because, oh, you seem like the good Negro. <laughs> like, like, and it's Ooh. just, it's, kind of ridiculous you know right. you can kind of see it I've, I've experienced it in the workplace also it wasn't with any like upper people and people up in a higher position mm-hmm. we had an event happen but like our job tries to do these like fun events that kind of raise money for like kidney mm-hmm. care well one of the things was like win a date with a dude at the job oh, yeah. Ooh. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds problematic. It already (laughs) is because I don't want to participate. (laughs) But I got voluntold. So, like, (laughs) my picture's on on a little thingy. And so, people are donating to each person. Well, there was one particular guy who works there still. He's a white man. He's older. Yeah. We'll connect these dots in a little bit. He approached me and he was like... Um, are you not? Yep. Uh, <laughs> he was like, "Are you not doing anything to promote yourself so that you know you can you know people can you know spend their money on you?" I said, "Well, initially I didn't want to do it, so that's one. Like I know, like I don't know. So if you're gonna spend money on me, you're just gonna spend money on me because okay. I'm not doing shit for it. Okay, and they wanted me to sing for it, which yeah, I'm not performing for the free for the job, but that's not that's another story another time." But then he proceeds to tell me that, well, I want to give my money to you because I don't want to. I don't want to give my money to the other ones. They're not my type. And the only other ones were black and Hispanic guys. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know what else you want me to take from that because there ain't nothing else I can pull from. Right. Like right. these people are going out of their way to try to get like they hustling. Like I hate when people come up to you and say some. Like just disrespectful yeah. shit and expect you to take it as a compliment. Right. Like no, that's not a compliment. You know that, right? Right. Like that's fucking disrespectful. <laughs> and then you say it to me as though I'm gonna be cool with this shit. And I was like, no. And I, I don't want your shit. No. Right. You, I would. Yeah. I would rather you not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which nobody else at work be like. They, I be treating this man so disrespectfully. Like this. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> to the to the point where I have to turn around and be like. Damn. Because <laughs> I'm rude. Like, because that shit ain't cool. But, like, I don't, I, it ain't my, because you wasn't openly blatant with your racism, yeah. I ain't got shit to go to HR on. Right. But, like, I don't have to entertain you in my space. True. You right. can get the fuck, the entire fuck away from me. Okay. And, so, and that's why, like, just in case you were wondering. <laughs> you know, hey. I'm super disrespectful to you. <laughs> I knew show it had to come little, from somewhere. Look, show would keep a little tab about the little sly remarks and then just add them up in a one big thing. And he called me a boy. That'd have been it. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, come here, boy. No, uh, and, don't do that. And he'd no. he be trying to be so, he'd be trying to be so nice. He'd be, like, cook something and he'd be, like, trying to bring it up. No, no, I don't want your shit. Yeah. It, it's, I mean, it's probably my, and right in my taste bud level, yeah. but. It's just probably, it's made with racism. Like, <laughs> I yeah. can't. But growing up, okay, so did, have you ever been treated, like, how were you treated because of your race? Or did you even notice? Like yeah. I said, it would go back to, like, you're not like the rest of them. Um, even growing up? Yeah. Oh. Because, like, also, I, I was, I guess you can, I didn't cause a lot of ruckus. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, one of those, I was a cheerful kid, and I was just always, like, respectful to my elders. That was just how I was raised in general to respect your elders and respect the people around you. So they took that as you're being a little, little nice little uh, Negro boy, and I'm like, what? <laughs> and I didn't know how to take it, so I just was like, I-, I didn't know what that really meant. And so now that I'm older, I'm like, these motherfuckers <laughs> tried it. We're basically saying, I didn't know your kind could be this good. Like, no, what do you mean? <laughs> like, you know. So one of those, those people are sure. yeah. yes, they not. And I think for me, like growing up, it really wasn't. Um, I was I wasn't treated any differently per se. It was just I knew that people were tr- other people were trying to figure me out. Mm-hmm. Like they would right. look at me and see one thing, look at me from a different angle, mm-hmm. see something else, right. and so it was those inquisitive questions, yeah. like. Yeah. 
What are you? Yeah. Oh. 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 Just in case you didn't yeah. know, that's super irritating. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's annoying. <laughs> on a high level. Um, and then when I was younger, I didn't really under like understand why it was annoying. I just knew that it was. But yeah, that's definitely annoying. You don't say what are you. As you know, it what's is. your ethnicity? What's your race? That's mm-hmm. fine. That's yeah. okay. What are you? I'm but what it. are you? That yeah, no, that's not okay. <laughs> what, what are you about? This, somebody's about to slap you. Yeah. You don't get on my face. But and then if you guys listen to the last episode where we uh, talked about our childhood, I was raised by my stepfather is a black man, uh-huh. and so I was raised in a black family, and all I remember growing up is just noticing that there was like a stark difference Mm -hmm. not in how like we were treated i mean we this is probably a whole nother episode (laughs) about like how we were treated within family but that could have been been, you know a number of things like because i was the stepchild it maybe didn't have to the dynamic of the right it it probably had nothing to do with my race so i won't even say anything about that Mm -hmm. um but I do know that when we went out as a group together, uh, it was once again other people from the outside looking in. I have a twin sister, and so it's like, why are these <laughs> two little white girls sitting with this whole uh, black whole family? Black family right. You know why? And then when other people would come over to the house, why is these? Two little girls in here picking greens with their grin. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so it was like all of those going up, it was just that it was just that that I noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't really understand the impact of that until I was older. You know, yeah. so like annoying when people even growing up and even to this day, people will automatically like point out that you're especially when it coming from like not to have any like whole colorism thing going on mm-hmm. right now, but it's like a whole thing where it's like I always have to acknowledge or let you know that you're like, yeah. <laughs> like I, I get it, like you know. You, I've I seen understand. my skin quite some time. Yeah, I, I understand. I'm little, you know, especially in the winter time. I know in the winter time for me, I get a little paler. Okay. <laughs> and my nose gets red. Okay. My ears get red. My hair gets like super blonde on my face and like a sandy red on my head. <laughs> like it happens. So when I did have hair at the time as a child, <laughs> I don't have it anymore. <laughs> Ball hair. But, like, it was that thing where people always had to acknowledge that, oh, you're like, or you're something like this, and it's like, right. you think what I'm softer you, because of that. Well, well, for me, I, I, I identify more with, with you. I yeah. haven't had anybody. I, I don't, I, growing up, I didn't hang around a lot of white people. Yeah, me either. I grew up with my, my dad's side of the family, so we all black. And <laughs> we went to all black school. And it was like, so I, I mean, there probably was like one person who was white and that was it. But um, growing up, I got a lot of, uh, what are you, mm-hmm. you know, or when I would tell you that, you know, no, I'm black and white, because at the time I didn't know how to combat that question, because I mean, who knows how to yeah. probably ask that question back in the day. But they'd be like, you white. He'd be like, mm, no, like, like no, 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 no. And then like I would question myself, like especially going home, like I see my, I see my mm-hmm. granny, she black, her, her, her husband's black, her children black. <laughs> the man who's supposed to be my dad, black now, <laughs> get him back. But, but I'm like, am I black? Like, or right. am I adopted? Like, am I not? Right. Yeah. Do I not belong here? Right. And um, my granny was like, you know, like my granny would have to like comfort that a lot, like, mm-hmm. like. <laughs> young boy you see this hair that I take care of you're black right. um, 
but also it it was also a lot of um what am I trying to say um uh, because I lived in the projects a couple of times mm-hmm. like people who don't know me right off the bat now just just a side story if you ever lived in the hood and you see like that like a couple of white girls and they had a ghetto voice like you know they lived in the hood for quite some time and they like <laughs> I, well, I'm trading carefully, <laughs> but you know, like you, you, y'all know what I'm talking about, yeah, like those girls. Yeah. And, and, so people would approach me thinking I'm a white boy in the hood trying to be, you know, damn. Yeah, yeah. And I, and then they realize, oh, that's your daddy. Oh, that's your granny. Yeah. Oh, he black. You know, like it, yeah. it's one of those things. But it was right off the bat, you get these people who kind of like question your authenticity. Yeah. Because I don't look like you, or because yeah. I. Damn it! Can't change this goddamn pale skin. I won't get <laughs> it. Can I get a little bit more yeah, melanin? I, I got that a lot growing up too. Yeah. And it, but it was way harder for me because my stepdaddy black. Yeah. My mother was raised by white people who were racist. Oh Lord, have mercy. that is the whole reason why I don't know anything about my mother's family. Mm. Like I don't know anything about my grandfather who's Cuban. I don't know. Well, my grandmother passed away before. Uh, I ever got to meet her but like the whole reason I know nothing about that is because they were racist mm-hmm. and when they found out that my grandmother was pregnant by a black man they ran him off oh, well. yes they ran him off and was like no you ain't gonna marry no n-word da, 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 da. yeah yeah my That's mother intense. does not talk about that part of her life at all so I don't have anything culturally to connect to on that side and then the only thing I know about my dad is his name because <laughs> him like a lot of fathers were absent in my life and so I only know stories and so the only thing that I have tethered to was like my step family and my stepfather yeah and my sisters and things like that. And so <clears throat> when people would try to combat that toward me, it was, I didn't take that very well. Right. Yeah, because it's like, I was like, well, I just can only be who I am. Right. Which is why I stayed in the stayed to myself a lot. And it sucks that like kids are so ignorant at their age to where they make you feel like outsiders because you aren't adapting to. I guess more of the hood-like mannerisms uh, and uh, the culture, if you will. Um, it's crazy because clearly I veered off from it. But when I was younger, I would speak like, I'm from Kansas. I didn't really have an accent initially before I came to Texas. Yeah. And so they were like, you speak proper? They didn't say you speak proper. They said, you, you speak white. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> and I would definitely, and my response was like, white is not a- like at the time I was like, so you're saying I can't speak intelligently? And it was like, listen, he's talking about intelligently. What is, yeah. you know, and then you get ragged on for that. I'm like, you sound stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and to be in that headspace, like, and it kind of did make me want to kind of like, get a little more, I guess, urban, if you will, in the way that mm-hmm. I spoke to people because it was like I didn't want to feel like the outcast the entire time. Right. And it had some type of effect. I didn't go all the way out and try to pretend like I, some, I was somebody I'm not, but I did adapt it mm-hmm. to where I wasn't trying to speak. Now it's like, now it's a struggle because I'm like, <laughs> Ugh, I want to slur every word and I want to mumble. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So when did y'all realize that racism was real? When my mother told me her story. 
Because oh. I, I would always ask growing up, like, I would ask her about her family and, like, um, she would, like, tell me, like, her mother's name. She would never want to talk about her mother. And then one day she finally told us, like, the story about what happened. And then I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, this is real. I know, for me, I could remember my dad always having these, like, random conversations about how he, it's not equal, it's not the same. And he would always have this this message as why he was where he was at. Sometimes he needs to take ownership for what he, he's done. <laughs> but, that's but you know, that's another conversation. <laughs> we'll have a whole daddy episode one day. But that's not the point. <laughs> no, we won't. Daddy no, didn't love me. No, no. Daddy. Okay, anyway. I'm going to be off on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I need to take a break. But, um, like, I would remember him always bringing up how we are so behind and we're not, you know, as advanced as we should be compared to the white man. Yeah, I would say conversations about the man. Yeah. Frequent. Oh god! Yeah, and I thought he just being super dramatic, and I was like, "Shut up, Dad! Like, calm down. You just upset because you didn't go to school and you didn't do and pursue what you wanted to." And you know what I'm saying? And it's like to a degree now I kind of understand a portion of it, but sometimes I'm like, most of that was you. Look, this don't qualify to you. A good portion of that was you. Yeah. But I can understand now as an adult that yeah, he didn't. As a black man, like you did not have it easy, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, for me, I realized, and the funny thing, like when you were talking about your mother's situation, mm-hmm. which kind of made me creep out. I'm gonna tell you why. Mm-hmm. My granny told me about my daddy's like past, mm-hmm. like well, I guess what she knew of his past, and apparently my daddy always had a thing for white women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, never mind. I'm gonna keep that comment yeah. to myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you off air. <laughs> okay, I, I'll wait for it. But apparently, like according to according to him and her, he supposedly got a white woman pregnant prior to me. Okay. Ironically, his name is also Donald. Okay. Wow. Yeah, they were not wait. creative on the other names. So okay. you have a brother out there somewhere. Possibly, <laughs> I I don't tell for I don't like uh, far fetched stories, <laughs> but supposedly. But anyway, the uh, father was not very pleased with this. Apparently, he was a KKK member. Okay. Oh my god! And called himself coming up to my granny's place to look for my daddy. Oh hell no! Well, apparently, my granny was she believed in the Second Amendment. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hello. <laughs> she, she said no. She had no. a shotgun. Okay. <laughs> and I was like. If you see, you know how little my granny is. Yes. <laughs> I was like, it's I have to. Minutes. Okay, I was like, I wonder how this, how this is going to work. Okay. But apparently she ran him off. But like stuff like that would come into my head. I was like, people actually think like that. And I started mm-hmm. to ask her questions. Mm-hmm. I was like, why? And I'm like, you know, like as a kid, I'm like, why would he be mad that, I mean. Yeah, you didn't you know, know me better. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, well, honey, you know, yeah. the people. Yeah. Who, my, uh, after my mama gave me her whole life story because she had that she had to frame it to frame it to me that way because um her not knowing um her father and then just living in a racist household being mixed with black and white Mm -hmm. uh her childhood was not very (laughs) bro side question this is a side Mm -hmm. question just for for you currently Mm -hmm. when you may be able to relate to it also james but have you ever... Okay, so I'm, I'm setting up a scenario because mm-hmm. it's what happened to me. Mm. So, 
cops pull your mom over. Okay. You're in the car. Mm-hmm. Well, your mama's light skin, so mm-hmm. well, let's say yeah. your daddy was in the car, or stepdaddy was in the car. Yeah. He's in the car. And do the cops ever like? Uh, have you ever been in a situation where they question if you were their child, uh, or y'all were their ch- children? Like, uh, for example, my a cop pulled my daddy over, and the one time he had a car. I don't know why I remember this. <laughs> not, not important. But but I remember what I remember vaguely is that the cop kept flashing the light back at both of us, mm-hmm. and we have a distinct face. Yeah, so, yeah. So I mean, like, it's not hard to imagine that we look alike. But he was like. Is this yours? Like, you know, like... Not is this yours. I mean... <laughs> no, I just... No, yeah, I, just, I was like, people. <laughs> but, like, and he, it was like... He would say yes, and it was, like, unbelievable to him. Like, um, yeah. your dark ass created this light yeah. bitch back here, you know? But, no, I can't say that I've ever okay. experienced that. That just kind of hit me right uh-uh. there. No, anytime we was... I was riding with my daddy, we had... He had all of us in the car. Uh, oh, shit. I ain't never been pulled up with him. And I doubt that I would be. He'd probably burn up on me. <laughs> 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 Gotta catch me now. <laughs> but to uh, dial it back, um, to help put my mother's story in context, she made me watch the Ruby Bridges story. Y'all looking at me like I don't know what the fuck Ruby Bridges I have, I have, I'm gonna look it up after we talk. Get out Do y'all at least know who Ruby Bridges was? Uh, oh my god <laughs> Google is about to tell me <laughs> oh my god guys so Ruby Bridges <laughs> was the first little black girl to integrate a segregated school okay, okay. Yeah. yes Ruby. they made a whole movie about it <laughs> I'm not with, that, Ruby. with that girl from waiting to exhale as her mama uh, yeah. that was that mo- oh, look I remember Ruby oh, yeah no, I don't and like look, all look. them white people were blocking the school. The the president had to get you know the what? national guard to come let fucking you know what? I think I act- baby go to school. I think I actually saw this movie, but <laughs> I don't remember it. Like I've I'll I've ne- seen a movie but I'll never forget that. it because she used that. that movie to frame like what was like going what was going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did they have like? Oh. Did they have like a scene where they like definitely show difference in the type of books that the black kids got and like the? I haven't seen the movie in a very long time, um, so as far as specifics, I wouldn't be able to tell you. So that's what it was. Speaking, you just brought up school and books. Mm-hmm. So I don't know at your school because like by the time we got like middle school and whatnot, certain right. things were standardized or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there was a particular subject like like world history, whatever U.S. history class, and I remember seeing something about Black Panthers in there that was falsely, like, put in there, like, incorrectly mm-hmm. documented, and, like... But that there was, like, a terrorist group? Yeah, and so, like, I go to tell my granny, like, like not tell her, because I don't know, but I'm mm-hmm. like, she had, you know, she wanted to know what the fuck I'm learning, yeah. and wanted to know if I got my homework mm-hmm. done. <laughs> okay. Well, there was something she had read, and she looked at it, and she's like, no. That's not right. <laughs> this is incorrect. It, all of this is incorrect, like, this is, and you could tell it was from the perspective of somebody who had knew Movie. nothing yeah, of it. Yeah. Which the question we'll talk about later on about how how you correct certain things mm-hmm. like this is like, how can you talk about a group that you didn't even speak like you don't even connect no, right. with? Mm-hmm. You don't even like, like my issue with this whole um, Charlottesville situation is that you did I say that I said mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm. I want to make sure uh, is that like. People are people who are on the Confederate side are assuming that BLM or Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. or these groups are a terrorist run group or is this beca- it, like they have certain stigmas on it and you like you don't but even. But they they know they say that because it's an easy target. Yes, because it is already a stereotype that that black people as a whole are 
quote unquote thugs, which is totally not the case. Right. And so, but it's just an easy thing to go to to like pull the rug from up underneath the movement, mm-hmm. which is why people need to go like ten times harder. Right. And it's just a easy, it's it's an but, easy out. But like for those, because because where there are the, these ends of people, I'm sure there are people who don't know <laughs> and will just gather like information. Oh. Right. They said it's them, so they must know, you know. Yeah. And it's like, no, have yeah. you actually... Out some uh, Facebook in... meme that was shared. <laughs> right. <laughs> and got like and, 10 filters on it. And the it. thing is, I think that's why it's good for us all to be educated on what's going right. on within like the school system and whatnot. Because you don't know exactly what they're teaching us. And they are could okay. be teaching us anything. Right. And, but we take it as that's what we're supposed to know because yeah. that's what the requirement um of where we what we're supposed to go through uh, for school schooling so right. it's kind of hard to especially when your parents don't know yeah like yeah. there's a lot of people out here now like who have kids and they don't know anything about history they don't know anything about any of the subjects that their child is like right doing so it's kind of frustrating when it's like how can you fight something you know nothing about right That's, you have to take out the time to educate yourself on yeah. these matters right? yeah because if you're not educated, you won't be able to bring up the next generation. Okay. Well, with everything going on today, did it make you question other races more? Yeah. Yeah. Today, I was in line oh God. for, for <laughs> some sandwiches that we uh, had. And there was three white people that got in front of me. And I was like, privilege. <laughs> no, but as, as much as that was a joke, they just kind of like slid through like, <laughs> we weren't in line, and yeah. I low key looked at him like, yeah, and like low key it was a, a a lady behind me, and she was like James. I said, did you see this? So she said, God damn! I said, no, you you seen this? And I was just like privilege. I was whispering yeah. you, and but like especially in the the like the state that we're in right now, you just like you're on edge, and so you're just questioning everything. So I was like really looking at them with the side eye, like. Yeah. The line starts back no, there. It, it really took the blinders off. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, you always knew that uh, racism exists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was never privy to what privilege was. Yeah. I mean, I knew that privilege exists. I knew what white privilege and right. yeah. whatever. Um, but I never noticed it in action. Yeah, it's like the older you get, the you start to fall into place. <laughs> yeah. It's more so like, oh, a ding, ding, the light bulb goes off because you were starting to see certain things that was in your past. That you was like, this is starting to make more sense when I was confused, when I was about yeah. eight. And, and so <laughs> now I just see it a lot more. Mm-hmm. I just notice where white privilege comes into play. Yeah. I can see when my own privilege comes into play. Right. Um, and luckily for me, that's when I'm able to recognize that and then, um, either correct the person who was unbeknownst giving me some privilege or like, um, helping me utilize it in some way. Right. Like, you know, Hey, no, that's, this is not a thing. (laughs) It won't be a thing. Cause it, cause it's like one thing to have privilege and one thing to exercise it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So that's just all I have to say. What about you, Carrie? No, ain't changed. I can't t- can't change how I see you. I, my granny was a sharecropper, which I mean, her mother was in that phase of, you know, yeah. like slavery, and, you know, like yeah. the, like that shit. 
like like knowing what my granny went through, even just being a sharecropper, mm-hmm. she people don't learn unless they learn from their history. And if you like, if you notice anything that's been going on, people like to denounce like what has happened. Like it, like it doesn't affect things happening today, mm-hmm. or like like Jim Crow wasn't a thing, or you know, like it was something yeah. that easily passed over. That that didn't affect your you know your 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 family's family. Like no, right. you. You don't you don't get the you know like when people say shit like that it's like you don't learn from your history so how am I expecting you to be any better than your history and then when shit like this happened I'm one of those people that's like yeah I saw I I didn't think that I didn't think you were any better than this exactly <laughs> you didn't fool me I know your works I know you were and you you're right and it's like I wanted you to prove me wrong because like because yeah. in like if you notice like and I hate to be like this but in other places. We will be around other people, and and it, and it is an ignorance on my part that I have to recognize because not everybody falls into these categories yeah. of they are all that way. Mm-hmm. But my initial re- <laughs> my initial response is like, uh, uh-uh, no, nope. I, I don't <laughs> look. No, you good. Keep keep stay over there. Right. <laughs> it's like because the moment you step out of line, I'm ready, like yeah. ready to get that ass back in line. And yeah. I'm like, you know what? I I see that it's gonna be a thing like. That old person mm-hmm, earlier, mm-hmm. I smelled shit from you a long time ago. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, no, and uh-huh. I. So like, it's, it's an ignorance on my part that I still have to learn because not everybody falls into that, mm-hmm. but it's, it's on my default. It's yeah. like, <laughs> so with us talking about basically like the school system and at work, like how do you think the media portrays the whole situation towards racism? Like, because I know. It's some stuff. I'm like, this is some bullshit. They're purposely either putting us against each other, or they are just on some fuck shit of not telling the whole truth on what's really going on. And so, how do you feel like the media portrays um, a lot of these events? Do you think they're like spot on, or they're no. completely fucked up? It's definitely skewed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that has been a thing that has played out in the media too right. about how skewed they can be toward right. not only black people but other people color as mm-hmm. well. Anyone that is not white, okay. I should say. Well, which is everybody else. Right. <laughs> but to drive the point home, uh-huh. you know, like, yeah. So, it's definitely skewed. Mm-hmm. They know that it's skewed, but it works well for their ratings. So, right. they don't give a fuck. True. So, I agree and disagree weirdly enough. And I guess it just was like, like when I listen to like political shows, like Anderson Cooper or mm-hmm. something like that, I notice that certain people in our community especially in our black community, mm-hmm. will hold people's feet to the fire. It's like, you're not going to paint black people in a certain light because you of what you think you know. Like, like no, this is who we actually are. Right. You're not going to paint us this way. And I, I like, I, I tend to like shows like that because it's like, like no, you don't get to just have one view of us. Right. You know, does it make sense? Uh-huh. And then like not have our voices there to combat that. Because right. it's, it's one thing like when you watch like Fox News, which I don't. But I'm just saying, like, but like, what you see from them is like, you only have people who share just that view, yeah. right? And it's like that view is he's a thug or yeah. he did this, he did. Somehow you find a way to point out that X, these people deserve to die because they are they fit these categories. Which is right. So frustrating mm-hmm. because it goes into that they're they're feeding that hate on the other side for them to hate us more to see us as these animals and mm-hmm. thugs, these cruel people when it's like in actuality. You guys are the ones that gunned us down and right. killed us. So it's like, why are we still 
being the ones right. to take the blame for something that you did. <laughs> and I think I think what I really like in the podcast, I brought up Anderson Cooper because like like recently, especially with the the things that have been happening, mm-hmm. white people are calling out white people, yeah. which is like like no, these are Nazi motherfuckers, you know, like they're doing that shit, and it's like and most of the time where they'll have a debate and what I love about debates like especially when we watch like the um sitting mm-hmm. with a white nationalist it's like you get to see what their point is mm-hmm. and to be like no here's the facts yeah here's yeah. the facts and then like when people see that it, it's like you either gonna do two things you're yeah. either gonna learn or you're gonna hold on to your belief yeah. Yeah. and and because you don't because you fear change or you you just want to be hateful you know what I mean exactly. and I'm like I love shows that like like so for media like that's how I, I, I give both just because there are, there are outlets that really just pit right. people against each other, mm-hmm. but then there are other ones that are like, well, this is your view, and we're right. going to counteract your view, or like get, show you why your view is wrong, or these are the facts, and right. these are the things, and you're going to have to let the public decide what that looks for, yeah. like for them. Because the media directly cultivates the, the engine behind things like Charlottesville, yes. and then conversations like dinner yeah. with the white nationalists. Yes. That cater to a more um, open-minded group of people. And I think they know that we as people are easily swayed by visuals and what we hear, what we all that stuff. But a lot of times, I think more of the solid stuff is the things that you have to go search for and read. Um, because to me, it just seems like... Well, books lie too, baby. Yeah. No, it, no, no, <laughs> they are, no, they all lie. But yeah. at the same time, when you see that... Numbers, I'm sorry. Because when you, <laughs> no, but when you see that, they do, they're a little bit more like can be sometimes a little bit more honest because they know people aren't going to necessarily go out here and just start reading tons of shit. But you have to read a lot <laughs> to get... That was going to be my point. You should... However you get your information, it shouldn't just be from one, one source. source. Yeah, yeah. It should be from a variety of sources. Yeah, like for me, I absolutely do not watch Fox News at all. That don't mean that, you know, I haven't heard what the alt-right views are, mm-hmm. because I have. But I do mix up my media, and just to plug them here now, I do watch MSNBC. I kind of sort of watch CNN, maybe on some That'd be awesome shit, so I can give it. I can give I, every and show. And I listen to <laughs> NPR. I watch the Young Turks. I read articles myself. Yeah. And so, and then I read a lot of different articles from a lot of different types of writers. Yeah. And it's important to, um, like, see different writing styles and how people present information. Because it all helps formulate your thought and then how you view the outside world and things that are going on. So, even if you just get your your information from a book, a book can be wrong because it's written by a person with a viewpoint. Yeah, right. true. And, and most then, of the leaders of these issues, I'm pretty sure they can read. They're just telling the followers who don't read. Right. This is what it, this is what the books right. say. Right. <laughs> and so it's it's helpful to read different uh, a good amount of books from a from a wide group of people with vast experiences. Yeah. So it can help. You can have a well rounded point of view. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Well, yeah. speaking of um, our question on how the news portrays people, especially people of color. Do you feel they're the real representation of black people in the media? And let's, and let's stretch it out past media, like in on TV shows yeah. or presented out, you know, on movies and whatnot. I'm going to let y'all take that. Okay. <laughs> well, I think it's gotten a lot better. 
especially with, when you have people like Shonda out here or mm-hmm. Issa out here, like putting out shows where it's not like we the coon out here doing yeah. your X, Y, and Z, or you, you know what I mean? It, yeah. The like we're just as real as <coughs> yeah, the bitches on Friends. Yeah, it's <laughs> making it seem more like people and human beings versus these right. caricatures that you want right. to sass up and be like all dramatic right. and right. and it's kind of frustrating. And even though like people. You know, especially in the black community, sometimes go up for Tyler Perry. You have to understand a lot of stuff he does plays against us because it's like if you look at his content, the things that he put out there, it is that caricature of what we are supposed to be in the Every hood. Every woman is a pregnant, but single baby, baby mama. mama that's about to die from crack or AIDS. Like oh what? Why, why is this happening? Yeah. Like, in every show, like does it always have to happen that way? So it's one of those situations to where it's like. We can't be our, like like coons in ourselves in a sense to be like jucking and jiving <laughs> for the man. Look, jucking and jiving for the man just right. to, you know put out this image. So I think people like Issa Rae are doing a great job because it's portraying yeah. us as people in general. And then, are, to piggyback off of that, I just love yeah. love what you were saying because a lot of time people who don't they may not be on one or the other side of their view, yeah. but when they see p- us portrayed as thugs or yeah. see, see us only portrayed as the ghetto bitch on yeah. the that's all we are to them. Uh-huh. And, but it's but like when you can open somebody's eye, like, oh, they just like a regular ass, like, like my ass, exactly. being real regular. Like, right. like and, and like, those are the things that really need to be shown. Like, friends, is like, the shit we see now, it's like, that we have our own version of that. Yeah. Well, it, technically, we had it back then. Single was- okay, yeah. and, and it was like, but like those wasn't getting pushed up like they yeah. are now. You yeah. know what I mean? They're few and far between. But I could go for another living single. Me too. I could. Yeah, but like they've been doing all these reboots. <laughs> living single could come back. Look, but it could be a plethora of like mediocre shows that are white based, and then you get like a one few and far between that are basically mm-hmm. how we would respond to certain situations. How you know. We will react in a sense, so it's kind of <laughs> like okay, I guess we can deal with this. But at the same time, you know, I think there needs to be more. There needs to be more representation of us just basically just killing the game and having all shit. You know I mean, man, it look like we're doing it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, have you guys ever been to a protest? Uh, this is where we get real quiet. <laughs> look, I'm I have not been to a protest. Chapter. <laughs> like my granny took me to one. As a child, oh, okay. So I can't speak. I was gonna say, your granny took you to one recently. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I'm a follower, so I don't make decisions like She's that. She's like, boy, get this car, right? right. I'm like, Black Lives Matter. Oh, oh, I know she would. I know she would. <laughs> I got my Bible if I, here. If I, okay, okay. Got my word. Praying over everybody okay. that walks by. But no, like, so, but I, I wanted to, like, especially the one that happened in Dallas, mm-hmm. uh, for Black Lives Matter. I wanted to, but I didn't know anything about it until the day it happened. I was like, yeah. uh. And then you start yeah. to think like I kinda I kinda like have a like I can see that a protest is like cool for the moment. Yeah. But then like the after effect it's like it just dies down and nobody's nobody's no longer in that mindset to gather and unite. It's like, ooh, something has to go wrong for us to unite for this moment just to just disappear again and let the same thing continue to repeat. Well, I don't and, necessarily think that that is always the case because um, change can happen from the bottom up. Right. Be, and then we shouldn't always have to wait for the federal government to make some change. We have state laws for a reason. Right. And so 
It's like if you're out there protesting in your city, the laws that, you know, support like the types of rulings that we see in these types of cases time and time again, these not all these not guilty verdicts and every other law on the book that they could try to like skew to like suit their cause. Mm-hmm. Like if you get a protest about that and the voice is loud enough and the push is loud enough and you're at these city city council meetings, those board members have no choice but to listen. But, and but if they don't listen, then get their ass to boot. But when has that happened? Have people, well, have a young people man, run. Well, there was a man who was about to get executed. They had to stay on that because people had stood up. Like so, like protests work in certain instances. It just it may not work how how we want it to work like instantly because like and, change like just and like there's something else that happened on the Butler like the movie the Butler, mm-hmm. and it was afraid and I'm trying to make sure I get it right because the people who were out like black back in the day like who was a part of the Black Panther were criticizing the Butler for being working working in a certain space that they couldn't see like they weren't invited to these spaces so they don't they don't know what change he was making there like just because you don't see it because where we are those protests could be inspiring people to yeah. to, to be to go to mm-hmm. office those pr- protests because p- people who may not have known about it now have light to it like oh, okay it went viral now i know about it and now i can do something and i, I can understand that in a sense uh i think that's why it's like i'm playing devil's advocate just a little bit uh, just because it's like I'm trying to see where there has been change since, like a lot of us protesting, and where like the there has been a change, and because I haven't really, no, and seen I, I don't it, think we're you know? qualified to give that change because I'm pretty sure there are changes that are happening, like mm-hmm. um, cause, but I, I don't I don't myself yeah, I know. Would, these I was gonna say I wouldn't be. So that's what I'm saying. If we're the people supposed to have the effect of seeing the change, then what good is it making? But who, to how you know if there's not change happening? Like like um, I follow DeRay McKesson. He uh, has a podcast also now. Mm-hmm. I, okay, just don't want to say his mm-hmm. name wrong. But he is also invited into these spaces to make changes in like with laws and stuff, like mm-hmm. in bills in their local like places. Like that would not have been able to happen if he wasn't a part of that movement. Because I protest think movements. with protests, it helps facilitate a conversation that can a conversation that can last beyond the initial protest, which then can could possibly lead to change on the books. And just because it doesn't happen with change on the books doesn't mean that a change hasn't occurred that could one day, like, inspire a bigger change. Okay, so with this being said, do you think there could be more information given out to these protests to where it's like what we need to do in order to basically have more solutions as to how to, you know... We should probably go to one to find out what they do. Right. We're, we're assuming yeah, that they don't. We've never been to one, <laughs> yeah. so we can't. Yeah. Talk we can't say about that they don't do it. it. We don't. We so, because what I've heard, because there's a lot of things, even from seeing it, I don't really see. For number one, there's usually being a strong like leader present as to like who is. So a lot of there's a lot of like just people just showing up together just to for a cause because social media told them they should gather for this person who got shot down, and it's not like people are doing this on. The merit of this is a work that needs to continue. It's like this is something that is happening now. I'm present for it in this moment. But what are we doing and after that's okay. that? But see, my happens? thing is that's okay too. Is it just to be present in the moment to be in solidarity with someone else to be like I'm standing with you today to so 
we have a collective voice to tell these other people that this is wrong. But wouldn't you say that's a situation where and we then, lock arms and then continue to lock arms to continue to find yes. out what can we do to do yes. go to the next step? Yes. No, we just but, 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 but you're assuming that does not these things happen. We don't know. We never but I'm saying, it. but that's what I'm saying. If, but then shouldn't there be like evidence that it is happening? Well, okay, so possibly, but how do you know? Have you looked for any change? How, do you know where it. to look? I see it. So, how about we ask people who actually are who yeah. are these leaders? Like, what can you advise me of any update? Because I'm pretty sure, like Deray or who who I, I'm only saying his name because I only know him personally. No, I don't know him personally. Let me not say that. But you know, like I only know of him because he's a black gay man. You know, that's all of my peoples. And then <laughs> the only thing that I can say toward that is, I, I have to stress it more. Change starts at home. Yeah. So if you're if that's something that you're concerned about, like change after the fact, which is a valid concern, right. and it's not that you don't have like a right to be concerned about yeah. that, but mm-hmm. it's also who should I be following? Who should I keep on my radar that is in these spaces mm-hmm. that I can ask? Like, am I? Am I able to go to a city council meeting to know what's on the books? Am I able like to read the articles to know what's coming up? What has changed? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think any of us in just the way that we to go back to the media situation and the way that we get our local stuff is in a way that would be that we pay attention to. Because we're so concerned with everything that's going on federally and like everything that's going on in like big, 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 mm. that we don't ever. I can't tell you the last time I watched the local news. Oh, I have. Well, we don't. Because <laughs> okay. okay. I just, I just, I just I'm the way that we get our media, the way that we get our information, of course, we're not going to know if a change has occurred because it, it done bypassed us already. Oh, yeah. So, I'll you know, and so, like, if, and then. If you're concerned with change, what can you do? What can you do going forward to make sure that a change has happened? Which is something that we could talk about. So, what would you think would be something that we could do in order to have like more of a change to happen? Voting, <laughs> <laughs> voting, voting. Yes. Voting, voting, voting. Yes. Voting will always... And not just for your president. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Not just for your president. For your people <laughs> at the local level. I have, like... Oh, I can't believe how many times I have posted, like, local elections. Like in Local your, elections are more important to me than a presidential election. Absolutely. Because, you, you, like you said, you start from the bottom because up. Because all of these people who are in the political sphere now will in turn be our senators and our governors, will in turn run for presidential office one day. So it's like where you start and how you start is how you finish. So get get the people in office that you know will be able to, and not even necessarily the people in office, change the the rules on the books yeah. that have allowed this systemic oppression to continue as long as it has that's easier said than done but yeah. it can be done and be in these spaces like the like in, in these when they have these meetings 
there are, there are opportunities, and they do announce it. Like if you in your county or your whatnot, there's a website. Go to it, yeah. and they'd be like, "We have these flyers, hand, yeah. handouts, stickers." <laughs> Being there to, to voice what because I think what, a lot of feel are concerned. And I would say this, not to cut you guys off. I I'm said we can voice. Our I feel opinion. cut off. No, I'm sorry. I'm okay. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, you don't. I feel like this is this is accurate. Our voices need to be heard, but a lot of times our voices won't be heard if we aren't a part of the conversation. Agreed. Right. And a part of the reason we aren't a part of the conversation because we don't have anything of our own. Yeah. We are a part of something that is like, and we're barely a part of what's going on now. So if we aren't even able to be a part of the conversa- conversation because economically we are not nowhere, we're nowhere near where we have our own shit to be like, hey, let's uh, uh, have these real... Uh, shit happening because we have some type of control and power now. We don't have that. So I think it's kind of crazy where we want to go to the election and voice our opinion, but they're going to just still view us as these lesser beings because we're trying to align ourselves with our so, oppressor. So, so it's not going to work. So I, I would disagree here. And yeah, I, the, reason why, the reason, reason why I'll disagree here is because it's not only one type of person going up for these elections. There are people who are in your backyard, who are people who, are, who have your views, who, who are are people who are black who are really trying to go up there and like there was a guy in Fort Worth who was like out there pushing himself like 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 putting like putting his views there like come come out and support it's about the people going out there and actually putting him in office because you don't I'm not finished I'm not finished I'm not even finished but I'm saying like who knows what change could have happened if we had did our part to put him in that office we don't know that change can happen if we don't do our part to make stuff happen. I I, I would disagree that we don't have anything like I, I, we are building things now. Like the, but like what the black the black banks are building it. Like they have black banks. You can put your money mm-hmm. in there and they help filter help filter in our communities. There are those things, and there's a website that you can go to, which I I will look it up before we post Banking this episode. Banking black, buying black. Yeah, there are those supporting things. smaller businesses. Uh, shouting at politicians, smaller politicians that align with your mm-hmm. your views, um, and so that is a part. And it, but it's also bringing that into the bigger arena because, like, we are we are in a world market. market. It is important to be able to work inside of a world market, mm-hmm. and so. I think that's just an important factor to keep in mind. Um, yes, build, 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 and then incorporate to be a part of that larger whole. Because ultimately, that's what it is anyway. So, well, we're, we're doing good on time. Okay. <laughs> but I'll ask this last question, and we can go into a break before we get into what we're connected to. Okay. This was a really great discussion, by the way. Yeah, I like it. Um, do you think racism in America will get better or worse and Mm. Well, I'll start off because Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and I'm not going to get this. I'm not going to get this quote right. I looked it up all day and I couldn't find it. But he said the the road to change. Uh, the road to ch- uh, to change is slow, but it's always pointing towards justice. Like it's mm-hmm. always going like they're curving towards justice. And as much as we as much shit as we're going through now, I'm pretty sure people 400 years ago would be like, okay. We're, we've made great strides. And it's not to say that, oh, we can rest now. No. But it's like, we have come a long way as a people. Yeah. And I feel like it's only going to get better. Of course, there are going to be people, ain't shit-ass motherfuckers, who want to step in on, on that progress. 
Yeah. But it's about us keeping our mind and our, our hearts steady towards that change that that's going to happen. I I refuse to let myself like there there are uh, many opportunities where you want to just be like, yeah, fuck yeah. this, you yeah. know, like because this especially with this last presidential election, seeing the hate that just came up, it's one of those moments. It's like just you want to just erase it, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But we have to keep our minds steady towards change, and that's me. Yeah, and I agree. Um, I would also say that solidarity has to be a thing Mm -hmm. it just has to be a thing we have no room for isolationism right like this is not a time to like pit each other yeah like this is not what that's for which reminded me of a quote from the one and only james baldwin (laughs) in his letter to angela davis and the very ending of the letter has always stayed with me, and I'm going to read it for you I now. And uh, the the last line is, if we know, then we must fight for your life as though it were our own, which it is, and render impassable with our bodies the corridor to the gas chamber. For if they take you in the morning, they will come for us that night. Mm. And that has always stayed with me, and I will try to live up to that as best as I can because if they come from one, they'll come for all. Right. And that's not okay. Listen, I'm going to give my hippie answer. <laughs> come on, hippie <laughs> answer. You know, about feelings and emotions and shit. No, I really feel like the only way all of this will get better is we truly, as people and individuals, uh, learn to really love ourselves. I know this sounds really mm-hmm. weird, but until we learn... No, it starts learn, at home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and home is uh, us. Until we truly love ourselves to where we don't allow ourselves to just take and accept anything that even we're like even... Um, to, and to deprogram ourselves from a lot of things that when we, of course, grow up, we are programmed to, you know, assume certain things are this way and that way. Mm-hmm. But once we take that time to really do the work on ourselves to self-love and try to break away from what I guess the man or whoever <laughs> taught us to, to feel and hate and because there's already so many studies that's done yeah. that's to teach it's us how to hate, something. you know? Yeah. So I think once we get to that point to where we can break away from that, then a change will happen. Until then, people will still be hateful and spiteful. But mm-hmm. as a person who has hope in his heart and love in his soul, <laughs> okay. okay, and a dance in my tongue, I cannot deal with Let's take this break. Yes. No, 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 no. But really, no, but really. I really do feel like there it is possible if we continue to have hope and love for ourselves to love others. That's it. Yeah. No. Cool. All right, I feel that. That was a good place to end mm-hmm. for the for this segment. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> Let's uh, take a break. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, and we're back. Mm-hmm. So we have a hot spot this yeah. week. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to just read off what uh, our friend Brianna says. Hey, Brianna, girl. Hey. Concerning our last episode, she says, I appreciate and love this episode so much. Appreciate you. Yeah, right? Y'all are so transparent. I love how open and honest y'all are. I know Carrie D, that, that'd be me. <laughs> but I feel like I know all of y'all. Love, we love you too. Love great. you too. You're amazing. You're awesome. You, you are, already know. You're, you're great. Yes. We appreciate it. We see you, honey. Yeah, we see, okay. Thank you. You're all the things. 
And if you have something you want to say, any questions concerning the episode or whatnot, feel free to send all your love, questions, and hate. All just, y'all got Wi Fi. <laughs> send the hate. We ready. To <laughs> so get this block, yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Look, you ain't popping if you ain't got no haters. <laughs> oh my God. Oh but my that God. was y'all got Wi Fi. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's raw. I think she finally gets the hang of it. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a little good girl. Okay. <laughs> I can't deal. So I I suck this week because I don't have any real connections. But there is a, a quote I wanted to just go ahead and put out there. Mm-hmm. Once I find it again, you know, because because you know we're not we waiting. On, all day. You know we're not waiting on anything. No, no, I got okay, it. Cool. So, um, concerning our episode today, uh, Princess Nokia, which yes, Katrina got me into. I love her interviews. I love her I love interviews her too. And there was a part in her interview that stuck out to me, especially being that we relate as a mix mm-hmm. people. Yeah, I relate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but her saying is that I can't apologize for being mixed. What I can do is try to erase the demonization of blackness. Yeah. And as as a person of who is mixed and who grew up in our black community, I realize that there's so much power in the the privilege that I have at being a, a white cisgender man. Yes. Mm-hmm. Gay, but you know, that's, I didn't add that in there. But there's a lot of power that I can do, and there's a lot of times where I, my voice is needed. Yeah, mm-hmm. amen to that. You know what I mean? And instead of being like, oh, well, you know, I can sit this one out. Like, no, call racism out when you see it, mm-hmm. and make sure that our people are being treated with respect when I, in the power mm-hmm. that I can. So yeah. it touched me. It was really it connected with me on a deeper level. So mm-hmm. that was what I was connected. Well, that's yeah, I feel that for real. It's like right is right, wrong is wrong. Call this shit out. Right. In general. So, yeah, I've been connected with these few things. Um, just a and, few? Yeah, just a few. Okay. A lot of them have been like Netflix shows and stuff. Um, I, one of I them, passed this to you. I just wanted yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, one of them has, uh, it was Atypical. Yes. It has I don't me. know what that is. Yes, oh, wait. It's really good. You, you describe what it is, and I'm gonna just tell you why I stopped it. Go ahead. Go just. Oh uh, well, basically, it's about this boy. He's basically a he's in high school, mm-hmm. and he's going through life, and he's autistic. Oh, okay. Right, but and so he's trying to date and mm-hmm. basically function normally in society, mm-hmm. and so and he's super smart. Mm-hmm. He loves birds and penguins and all that oh. good stuff. So, but he's just. He's trying to really... And he relates everything to Antarctica. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so he's just trying to function as a regular, you know... Gro- yeah, yeah, you know, a young adult. So why I stopped it mm. was because Atypical. Yeah. And then what was Switch That Birth? Yeah. Two shows that have some disability or something yeah. going on. I feel like he has a pattern going on. <laughs> Listen, I might and have something wrong with me. And I have just now discovered it. <laughs> like, I'm be, like, I just realized. He'll be sitting over here, I think my autism is kicking in. I said, wait. <laughs> Don't tell me what that is. Oh, <laughs> I'm not keeping it out. Okay. And, oh, we're listen, staying in. Okay. And I've been taking it back, and I've been watching The Office and oh, Weeds. So I'm yes, getting into, I've yes. never seen Weeds. I so. got him in the Weeds. Yeah. Hey. You're welcome. It's so good. I really enjoyed it. And for- Guillermo is my favorite character. <laughs> he ain't got there yet. Though. Yeah, oh. man, I'm still, I'm still on the. Uh, we still on first. Watching it. Oh yeah. damn. So and then for his music, I've been really watching the uh, postmodern jukebox things yes. on YouTube. Yes, I love them. Yes, check those Kelly out. Kelly Reinhardt is my favorite. Yes, yes. Kills. Kills like you, every time. You got me a nerve. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just want to circle back to something real quick. Mm. Weeds. Mm. I don't know if I was just 
17 when I started watching mm-hmm. Weeds. But as an adult, well, like, because, you know, adults. Everything's better because you have context. Not even better. It was racist as fuck and oh, homophobic and shit on this verse. I was like, super problematic. And I'm I was like, like, now hold the fuck up. And I was like, oh, they, they had to progress. They had to be better. I was going to say, especially probably in the earlier episodes, since oh, this was the longest. First, pilot start off saying fag. I was like, whoa. But I low-key, I'm not going to lie. Whoa. I low-key like that. Because I know goes, you did. Because you it goes, into, no, you it goes into people not being so sensitive to where they created the art. Now it's like, Everything you have to make sure it's censored and filtered through and make sure you're doing but the right thing. But I think that's good. I think that I it, it shows that it. it shows that if you can you can still pull off comedy without these things, like blackish still makes you laugh. But then and the, but the still even when she it. said fag, she still checked them. There was a point where somebody was no, checked for saying it. You know, so yeah. I don't think you could should just completely take it out because people still do it. I feel like art should basically reflect reality. There's not people out here always filtering what they're saying and what they're doing. So say what you want. <laughs> Say that word around me, it's going down. But if you do that, have somebody correct it within it. So it I'm just saying sense. it was problematic. It's going to be me correcting you. Y'all just calm down. But it's anyway, is that all you can Oh, that's it. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, what I, I have... That's not the answer. These stories today. So what I have been connecting to has been up uh, first and foremost I have revisited my love of Eartha Kitt. Oh. Um she has a song called My Discarded Men and that has really just been my anthem for everything. Um but it's a real like vibey jazzy song. It's only Eartha can do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 I just feel like that needed to be shouted out. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Because um, it needed to be said. Because yes. it's more. true. Hate less. Okay, Great. continue. Sorry. Accurate. Well, um, I will be performing at the Dallas Pride Festival. Hey. Hey. I. So work it. Mm, mm, work it. Work it. Mm. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I won't be doing any of those. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, but um, I it is I believe the third Sunday in uh 
September. Mm-hmm. I will have confirmation and I will be posting things as the time comes. Just let me know so I can put my time in Absolutely. off of work. Okay, because that Monday, who will not be there? Oh, I probably won't have no time, but I'll see what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> Look, somebody you'll be fast. Okay. And y'all come you. out and support because he's amazing and Thank you will not. And like then just you. come out to support because Della Pride is crazy, oh, but yeah. it's so fun. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. Come, come drink a little bit. Come have fun. Come support. So, yes, I would love to see you guys there. I will be prepping. I will probably not be enjoying Pride this year. Just going to perform. <laughs> but I yeah, hope we can to party see. after. You know what? That's always a thing. Um, yeah, but you can't it's a, No, you can. You just got to bring your ass to the festival. <laughs> bring your ass in. But I want to see you guys there. Um, if you can't make it, just send me some love. And also. Again, like I stated earlier, if you have any questions, concerns, or you just want to give us a good old shout out, feel yeah. free to send it all at y'all got Wi-Fi yeah. at gmail.com. Where can they connect with you guys on a regular basis? Well, everybody can connect with me <laughs> on social media, uh, Lyndon James, uh, James with a Z, all right? Don't be a stranger. Hit Spell the that DMs. Out. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm just kidding. I'm okay, kidding. you Please invited don't. trouble. It was a joke. Please no, he won't. No, I'm just gonna be annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, and I'm just and I'm gonna show Carrie, and I'm gonna be like, look, look and, and Katrina, look, I'm annoyed. <laughs> no, uh, it's Lyndon James, L Y N D O N J A M E Z. Woo! Yay! Easy. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me on IG at Katrina Lee XO. Uh, I'm still kind of sort of on Twitter. She been not. tweeting up a storm, especially Only for Game of Thrones. But but I mean that's practically what it's there for. It's I for like know. show watching. I know. Yeah. But yeah. But I only actively engage during Game of Thrones, kind of sort of throughout. But um. Twitter is underscore Katrina Lee XO. What about you, Carrie D? You can catch me in drip. Hey. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> really had them on that. Uh, okay. I can be followed on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I can't think of it. Oh, in uh, SoundCloud at official Carrie D. K E R R Y D. And on Sa- on Snapchat, DK Songbird. And you can connect with all of us on our Instagram page at Is There Wi Fi Podcast mm-hmm. and on Twitter at Is There Wi Fi Pod. Yeah. Yep. That's that sounds lovely. Nice. We have that was that was a good episode. I it enjoyed was. our talk. I, I did too. Yeah. yeah. I did too. Amazing. Especially when we can have discourse and like it just it goes smooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> As it should. I'm gonna cut y'all off air, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here. Yeah. Well that's all we have for you guys. <laughs> y'all be good. Later. Don't talk to strangers unless they're checked and got candy. No, I don't, I don't endorse this. <laughs>